0: Hello, listeners. This is your friendly producer, A.L. Emmett, here with a few announcements at the top of the episode. Don't worry, I'll make it quick. First off, episode 9 marks the midway point in season 1. As such, in order to make the last half of the season as good as we can get it, we'll be taking a mid-season break through the summer. The beginning of the end will be coming to you in August 2021. Secondly, if you've been enjoying Cora and want to show your support, we now have a tip jar. You can find us on PayPal or Coffee as Cora Podcast, and I'll put links to those in the show notes. Any money sent to us will go directly to making Cora better and supporting production through the end of the season. We so appreciate your support, whether through the tip jar or just by listening and sharing the show. We couldn't do it without you. Lastly, if you have a podcast and want to arrange a cross-promotion with us, drop us a line on social media or email corapodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Today we have a few words from our friends at Sea Captains and Cog Creatures, a comedy D and D podcast. Enjoy the show.
1: Do you like D and D? Do you like comedy? Do you like pirates? Well, we on the vessel of the SS Mars have the podcast for you. It's called Sea Captains and Cog Creatures, a podcast created by Tired Teeds in Quarantine. Now, partial quarantine. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Public,
2: and Overcast. Now, where did I put those dice? Crap. story for today is, well, a little darker, I guess. In every epic, there's moments of downfall. It's what makes it so much more satisfying to see the heroes get back up, I think. That's where we are now, the two of us in a downer moment of our lives narrative. I, like, totally get it if you want to listen to something happier. Using tragedy as a distraction from a different tragedy can be, well, a little ineffective, I guess. You still want to listen? All right, but if it gets too much, you can tap out. I don't want to, like, upset you or anything. Right, okay. Sing, O Muses, of the persevering Medea, who, without Atalanta by her and Medusa's side, must trek through the chaos of a competition turned deadly in hopes of finding the great Orpheus. Muse's great. Grant me the ability to sing to you the hymn of uninvited attention. Wow, what
3: a crowd we've got going today. Keep that energy up. Apollo hasn't even made his entrance
4: yet, folks. Oh, it's too much. It's just too much. Ah, stars. Why did all these people shell out for this? This is fun for them. <sighs>
5: I know.
3: There is far too much going on in my mind right now, but I can focus on three clear thoughts alongside the overstimulation. One, the crowd's cheers and the music blaring over the arena speakers feel like they're turning my brain into mush. Two, I know I'm the person who told Atalanta to take a break from the action to recover, but I'm regretting that decision with every damn second we're in this crowd. Three, I am dealing with all of this while wearing an Apollo TV-approved carnival mask advertising my very favourite podship racer, Orpheus. <sighs> Stars, I never thought I'd catch myself saying I miss Atalanta. Are you there? Hello? Oh, damn static. Can you hear her? Not a word. Something's going wrong with the signal.
4: Okay. Okay. Step one. Find Orpheus.
3: You'd have thought getting meet-and-greet passes and decking ourselves out in her merch might have helped. But she
4: was supposed to be here. The pass entitles us to an exclusive chance for 20 seconds of face time with all our fabulous racers. I genuinely will not be able to do this much. I quit trying to skip the line.
3: Medusa tugs furiously at the zipper of her coat as we try to weave through the crowd, sliding it up and down and up again. I try to go through all of the ways I know how to calm myself. Uninvited attention is the last thing we need right now, and if I start humming or swaying, that's exactly what we'll get. Instead, I focus on my shirt. The feeling of the soft woven cloth as it sits over my shoulders and flows around me. The slight coolness of where the metal detailing brushes against my skin. I think of how, if I wanted to, I could rub it between my fingers and feel its smoothness. With this to ground me, I try to pay attention to the direction we're walking, and I try to ignore the hotness and the discomfort of throngs of people surrounding me. Focus, Medea. Breathe. You just have to carry yourself through this crowd.
5: Oh, my.
3: It's all just too bloody much. The chaos around me still feels like sandpaper inside my skull and the prospect of just looking around isn't what I look forward to. But the sooner that we find Orpheus, the sooner we can get out of here. This sucks. You know, you could take off your coat if you're hot.
4: No, 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 thank you. Let's try to radio again. Maybe it'll work better in here.
6: Can you guys hear me? Is anyone there?
3: Sorry, the radios aren't working.
6: That's alright, love. Did you get in?
3: The passes worked like a charm. We're backstage now. But where are we going?
6: I don't know. I haven't talked to Orpheus in years. Just look around, okay? See if you can find...
3: Atalanta? Right. Looks like we're on our own for a bit, kid.
6: (sighs) Ah,
4: okay. We can do that.
3: Over there, a uh, PA bot. They
4: might know. P- PA bot? Like an AI? Won't they like? You know... Just ask. It's fine. Um, excuse me, Mix. Have you seen Orpheus?
2: I'm sorry. I
0: am unable to help you at this
4: moment. I just had, and they're gone.
3: Okay. Okay. Uh, we just need to try someone else. Uh, you. Me. You. Have you seen Orpheus?
2: Orpheus?
1: Don't think so. No, not in a while. I uh, heard something about a vacation. Vacation to where? Beats me. But hey, I'm here. I'll be racing in a minute. Do you ladies care to watch the race from my box?
3: No. No, thank you. Just bye.
6: Stars, that wasn't hominies, was it?
3: According to the very sparkly custom jacket, yes, it was. Why?
6: Oh, that guy cheats at everything. I had a run with him once. Bet he's gonna pull something. Oh, Ugh, stars! Do they have to do that? Are you okay? I hate this! Breathe, okay? I'm fine.
3: Let's just keep looking. Do you need... I'm fine. Let's just get this done.
6: It sounds like a lot in there. If you need to take a break, you can probably go find some-
3: Damn it, Atalanta! It's useless, I can't reach her, and the tinny music and the cheering crowd are still blaring through the speakers, and no one knows
4: anything. Why are we even here? You could ask someone else if they- No, just be quiet, stop! I'm... I'm so
3: sorry, It, it won't happen again. If it's possible, they've made themselves smaller, like they're trying to disappear into that coat. Under their scarf, I can see the anxious twitching of wires. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, Medusa. I didn't mean to snap at you. Can we just, can we try and find somewhere?
5: It's your lovely host Apollo here, reminding all of our guests that the bedding stands are now open.
3: Oh, I am done with this. That music is so loud I can taste it, and clearly nobody here cares about Orpheus. Let's just go. I I'm sorry, but I can't tell if that's a yes or a no, and it's too loud and I just-
1: Pardon for interrupting, and feel free to tell me to bug off if I'm unwanted. But the two of you look like you've had better days. Do you need any help?
3: It's just loud.
1: Do you need a quiet place?
3: That would be helpful, yes.
1: Come with me. My dressing room is much quieter. Oh, stars, that- totally sounded like a line. It wasn't, I promise.
4: Don't worry, I knew what you meant. Are you all right with this? Yeah, yeah, am. Yeah. If it wouldn't be too much trouble, we'd like that. It's this way, not far from here. <gasps> You're sclenius! Oh, we're looking for someone- Sure I s- am!
1: But your friend here looks like they really need to leave. Shall we? <gasps> sorry, sorry, of course. Come on now, I have a gorgeously comfortable clean-in here. If there's one benefit to celebrity, it's gotta be the nice furniture.
3: Mm-hmm, yeah, thanks.
1: And you can take that mask off, it's clearly bothering you. You're right. You've been
4: pawing at it the whole time, Medea. <gasps> Medea?
2: Hello.
4: Medea?
1: Stars, is that really you? It's been, what, ten years? Somewhere around that. How are you not in... No, I'm sorry. This is certainly a wild way to reconnect with the woman who murdered your captain! We don't
3: have time for all of this right now.
1: We don't? No, I simply... What are you... You're just waltzing around? Free as a bird and meeting celebrities now?
3: It's not what you think. We're in danger right now. We don't have time to sit You're around.
1: in danger? Medea, you are the danger! Oh, get over yourself. I'm unarmed and I'm overwhelmed and I just need somebody to help. You said you'd help us. That's when I thought you were just two fans having a rough time in the crowd. This is not the same thing. Please you know who she is you
3: could talk about me sometime when i'm not 10 feet away perhaps hearing asclepius's utter loathing for me stung to be honest on the argo there were very few of us who weren't men and well we treated each other better than the guys treated us they made fewer comments about me at the very least the person in front of me face caked in gaudy glittering makeup was one of them They were always a welcome face back then. I can't say I really had friends back on the Argo, but I had liked them. They knew Jason, and by extension, they liked me. I haven't seen them since, save for on a TV screen. But, unlike my encounter with Heracles, there's no shield of idiocy to protect me from them. I'm laid bare and vulnerable in front of them. They know exactly who I am and what I've done. I wouldn't be too keen on helping me, either. But we need them to do it.
1: Look, dearie, you seem like a very sweet kid. And I would still love to help you out with what I intended to help with. You can take these noise pods to help block out the loud sounds, but you too need to leave. And I recommend you try to leave. She's not your friend! Or at least she won't be when her knife is in your back and your body's out the airlock.
3: Listen, I don't want to be here either, okay? We're looking for Orpheus or anybody who knows where she is.
1: You're a smart woman, Medea. We both know this. You've managed to avoid prison for this long, so really, why are you risking it all to be here? Orpheus can't be that important. All I'm saying is that an Olympian's playground doesn't seem like a suitable place for a wanted criminal at all, does it? Unless said criminal has a pretty little death wish, which some of us may be more or less reluctantly willing to
3: indulge. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't important. Sclepius, ma'am, there's no taking guests into private dressing rooms without supervision. Mr. Apollo was very clear in his instructions. Safety issue.
1: Of course. My bad. Absent-minded professor, that damned Asclepius. A real genius, but they'd forget their own head if it wasn't attached. <laughs> Could you be a dear and give us a minute? It's just two charming fans. Hmm. Thank you, darling.
3: No, that's an act.
1: That's showbiz.
4: Why are you hunting Orpheus? We're friends of a friend. She was worried about her and thought she might know something about-
3: Weesh. They're with Olympus Corp. They can't know.
4: Oh. oh, please, if you think I'd snitch to that
1: little piece of- Makes a your door isn't allowed to be shut. <laughs>
3: Oops! No problem, just continue business as usual. Like
1: I'm not even here. So sorry about that little mishap. Rules here are always changing that Apollo sure does love to prevent any liabilities from hitting him or us. Anyway, this is the backstage area where all the racers prepare. Usually the real hair and makeup work is done in our private rooms. But the backstage is where we all convene and relax before and after the big race. Uh Uh-huh. So, you guys are fans of Orpheus, hmm? She's a real star, that one. Shame she's on a vacation right now. Apollo never lets us take vacations like this. Wonder how she pulled it off.
3: You don't get to save up vacation time. Thought big shots like you got all of the nice perks.
1: It's in our contracts. Our fans rely on us, after all. (laughs) It really is tragic not getting to see your favorite racer. I would love to help you get in contact sometime so you know when she gets back. I can keep you updated if you give me means to contact you.
3: My comms are clogged enough as it is, and Medusa's are worse.
7: Ten minutes until the race begins. If you aren't wearing a t-shirt to support your favorite contestant, then what are you doing? Show your support and buy one now. That's... Anyway,
1: since you're both such
4: big fans, how about an autograph, hmm? Oh, I don't really know if that's necessary. Oh no,
1: please, I insist. You've come such a long way to see the race, after all. I wouldn't want you to go home empty-handed.
3: If I agree, can we go?
1: Oh, you're so funny! I understand. Some fans like to play it cool when they're starstruck. Pity Orpheus isn't here. I know a lot of fans are probably disappointed about not seeing her today. Ha! C'est la vie, I suppose. Here you are. Lipstick print and all. Thanks. Enjoy the race! Keep that autograph close to you.
3: If I had a drachma for every time a stupid former Argonaut left me with a useless autograph instead of the information I needed, I'd have- Wait,
4: hold on. Did you actually take a look at that autograph?
3: No. I was annoyed, and I saw no need to.
4: Well, it isn't an autograph at all. It's a note.
3: Sure enough, she was right. Written in their glittery ink were the words, I think I know what happened to Orpheus. Meet me after the show in one of my private rooms. Signed with their name and a trademark lipstick print. Slipped in with it was a room key, presumably to their dressing room. It wasn't much, but it was more than we were likely to get anywhere else.
4: Does that mean we have to stay through the whole race?
3: (sighs) Yes. Unfortunately, it does. We head to the actual race itself. Everything about this area of Delphi, about the Pythian Cup, seeps opulence. Apollo has a lot of money to spend, and he knows exactly where to spend it. On twisting racetracks and wild obstacles floating above the violet surface. It's flashy, for sure, but it's breathtaking. Orpheus fans, huh? This break must suck for you guys. Ah well, who are you replacing her with today? Asclepius, uh, please. Sure thing, we've got some extra high-class seats in their section today. You'll get a real nice view and everything. It's just right down there, seats Gamma 31 and 32. Enjoy the race, lady.
4: Thank you. At least it's a little bit quieter in here. Yes, and all of
3: the pretty flashing lights sure try to make up for it. Atalanta would love this.
4: (laughs) You miss her right now, don't you? Who? Atalanta.
3: Mm, well,
4: right now, I miss
3: having somebody who can handle a loud and crowded place without feeling like they're dying. So, fine, I suppose I miss her, if that's what you mean. <laughs> oh, this kind of thing is exactly her style, isn't it? <laughs> She'd probably be decked out in all of this stupid march. I wonder if she's listening to me and staying in bed, or if her stupid, restless self is off exercising again.
4: Should I check in? I think she's too afraid of earning your ire again. You nearly ripped her head off when you found out about her re-injuring herself.
7: Everybody get settled. The race is starting in just two minutes. I want to see high energy, roaring cheers, let your favorite contestants know how much you adore them.
3: The screens in the box change from the flashy Pythian Cut logo to several camera feeds of the track, of the inside of a cockpit, and then of Asclepius's smiling face as they wave to their eagerly watching fans. The other boxes in the stadium are draped in the colours of the different racers. Each is visible on scores of screens, each in their own campy outfits and personas, waving and blowing kisses to their adoring fans. While the actual Pythian Cup was fun to watch for those of us who like a good race, what really keeps the fans coming in is the performance and the commentary of their racer of choice. It's nice to see your favourite win, of course, but it's always more important that they put on an entertaining show. Consequently, Apollo more or less owns his racers.
7: This is everyone's favorite AI, here to explain the rules of the race.
4: And he's still using her voice. All of this, and he's still using her. As this bastardized
3: pre-recording of Daphne continues her introduction, I can feel Medusa next to me shaking in anger, bawling their fists up.
7: Each racer will speed through this brand new, super thrilling track, each using everything they can. Wits, weapons, and dirty tricks to get ahead. No holds barred. Electrifying drama. Hair-raising competition. All brought live to you by our incredibly charming host, Olympus Corporation's finest, Apollo. And here he is.
4: I'm going to deck him. It's not even real, Daphne, and they just don't care. He's still just using her voice and image like he didn't do all of this horrible stuff to her. I'm... I'm sorry. I just... I just want her to have a break. She still can't be free, not like this.
3: And there he is, right before the crowd with the golden hair and sun-kissed skin, wearing a ludicrously elaborate shimmering jumpsuit that was probably valued at more than a small moon. Everything about his appearance was pristine and extravagant and golden, as if he'd captured the essence of all of the galaxy's suns. That was the motto of any Olympian, to be the biggest, the most extravagant, the wealthiest. Apollo, artist that he was, put all of that largesse and extravagance Welcome, sound, darlings, well, to the Pippian Cup. Appearance.
5: What a crowd we've got going today. I am loving the energy. Today's track is a tough one, that's for certain. We've got it all! Gorgeous suspended, twisting roads, and alongside our classic faves, I've added some brand new obstacles for you. These ones are more dangerous than ever seen before. giant axis of Phoebus. But that's enough of that. Let's introduce today's races. In lane one, we've got the incredible Phoebe. Isn't she gorgeous? In lane two, the shining isle. Don't be jealous that hair is a wig doll. Thirdly, we have the ever-cunning and magnificent Scarpius. Fourthly, Coronus. In lane number five, we have the Commonese. Give it up for Limus, Cyrus, Seristeus, and Lycorus in lane seven to nine. And our final four races. Big round of applause for Prankus, Delphus, Dorus, and Caraco. Today's race is sponsored by Bacchus Wines and Spirits for a good time to Bacchus Wine.
1: Hello, my dears. I hope you're having fun tuning in in your little boxes. You've chosen a great one for today. As you know, I'm the one and only Asclepius. Today, I'm sponsored by Akester Medical, the best medical care under the suns. It's such an honor to be racing today for you
7: all. Racers, start your engines in three,
6: two, one, go!
1: We've got a pretty decent start now, don't we? To absolutely no one's surprise, Comanese managed to start pretty far ahead. Total cheat, don't you think, my dears? <laughs> You'd think with all that cheating, he'd managed to snag a win or two, no?
4: <laughs> Atalanta was right, then. Guess so.
1: I have to say, Apollo sure did a stellar job making this track difficult. These swerves are way harder than normal. We haven't done a winding, floating track like this in a hot minute. Oh well, who doesn't love a little challenge, hmm? Nothing your local genius can't handle, right? Coming up on some of his new exciting obstacles. Would you take a look at those axes? They're certainly the real deal. Frightening to look at, don't you think? They'd rip the wings right off this thing. I think that's Zion up there attempting it now. Swinging down like that, just sweeping him out. Come on, Ayan, surely you can brush it off like a big boy. <laughs> Stars. Isn't moving. This crash looks serious. I'm gonna uh, pull off to check on him. Race. Stars, stop the race! Bion is seriously injured! Can we get a team of medics? I have medical training, but it's not enough. I, I don't have supplies. I don't have anything. Stars... Oh no,
5: what a horrible mishap. Sclepius's speed seems to be cutting out. Silly little technical difficulties. How unfortunate. No worries. You guys get the privilege of getting to hear your commentary straight from the host. How exciting. Asclepius has the chance to take a clear lead with the advantage of Ion's crash. But they aren't taking it. Why aren't they taking it? How stupid. They're flying up to Ion to help him. Very strange behaviour from Asclepius today, viewers.
3: Why isn't anybody helping them? That axe thing could genuinely kill somebody. Why hasn't Apollo stopped the race?
4: I think he knows how dangerous it is, Medea.
5: Asclepius still isn't getting out of the way. I need enough doctor! I need parafactor! help How bizarre, more technical difficulties. We really must get this silly feed fixed. More importantly, Asclepius really must get out of the way soon. Don't they know how dangerous those giant axes are? They'll take them out too. How curious. Really makes you ask big questions about human nature, doesn't it? Are we willing to put ourselves in harm's way, for going glory and money, to save one of our fellow men? Or do we carry forth to victory? Asclepius is a curious creature indeed, putting themselves in such danger. Look at that, it's going to kill them both. The giant axe is going to swing down in three, two, one.
3: Close my eyes before the countdown finishes. I don't need to see what transpires. The giant metal axe, Pythian cup logo glimmering gold on its side, descending onto the already downed ion. And onto Asclepius, who... Who was just trying to help. I feel like I'm going to be sick. I clutch the little lilac piece of paper in my pocket with their trademark lipstick print. The last one they would ever leave. I want to go home to the Argo, to Circe, to Colchis, to to anywhere but here. (sighs) What? Sorry. Medusa places a soft, warm hand on my shoulder, but I feel hollow and I can't move as if the shock has literally frozen me in place.
4: Are you all right?
3: As all right as I can be, having just watched two people die in front of me.
4: So... You think they're really. dead?
3: Crash like that, they have to be. Um, I think Apollo did nothing to stop it. Like. like he knew. Uh,
4: I hate him.
5: Look at this. How excellent. Coronas has taken perfect advantage of the other race's distractions and has zipped right into a massive lead.
4: The day we need. You really need to go.
3: The smoking wreckage of the crash is still sitting there, and I cannot stop looking at it. They're in there, and the other racers are just flying past it all. I'm no stranger to death, but I feel sickened nonetheless. I close my eyes again, and there all of it is—Asclepius, the urgency behind their plastic smile. And then him. And that phantom feeling of warm blood on my hands. I I just want to get out of here. I I feel ill. This whole place is just making me feel ill.
5: Yeah. Yeah, me too. I don't think the others will be able to recover in the time left. Would you just shut up already? Not you.
3: I know. Uh, I'm, I'm going to check in with Atalanta.
4: We can do it when we find somewhere to rest, okay? <sighs> I'm going to try to erase our names and footage from this place. I don't know if you're recognizable or if Akul will try to find us. I don't know how much he's going to want to cover this all up.
3: That's smart.
4: Hmm. You okay to leave? Y- yes. Come on.
3: We weave our way out of the still cheering crowd under the pretense of finding some snacks until we wind up in one of the hallways, close to where Asclepius's dressing room is. Beep. Am I coming in clear?
6: You're absolutely crystal, love. What can I do for you?
3: I can hear the smile in her voice. It isn't hard to imagine her waiting with anticipation for the comms to beep so she can answer so brightly. And now I feel absolutely wracked with guilt about the fact that I'm going to be responsible for wiping that smile clean off her face. Um, we we just left the race.
6: I wish I could have been there. How'd it go? Did you find anything?
3: Um... Uh, we originally had a lead uh, with Asclepius. Um, they told us to meet them in their dressing room after the
6: race. Originally? Did something happen?
3: Um, there was uh, uh, an, an accident. An obstacle uh, came down. Giant axe. Knocked out one of the racers. Um, Ion, I think. Asclepius tried to help, but it uh, got them to.
6: Pythian Cup has been dangerous before, yeah, but it's not normally lethal. I don't think at least. I mean, racers get hurt, yeah, but they usually test all the obstacles to make sure they aren't deadly.
3: Well, they didn't test this one enough, I guess.
6: How are you holding up?
3: Well, we're out of a lead now and I have no idea how we're going to find Orpheus and even less of an
6: idea... Emotionally. How are you holding up?
3: Don't start caring about me now, Softy.
6: You just watched someone die in front of you. I'm gonna wanna check in.
3: I closed my eyes before the crash, so I didn't watch it, exactly.
6: Oh, you know what I mean. I'm trying to ask how you feel.
3: Since when were you some kind of expert in emotions?
6: Oh, you're the one who calls me denser than concrete. I think emotional intelligence is the only kind you'll let me have.
3: (laughs) I can't lie to you, can I?
6: You can, but I don't think I'd buy it.
3: Um, it feels bad. Really, really bad. just, um, I don't know how else to describe it, but it's... Yeah, bad. After it happened, I just, I couldn't focus on anything else about the race. The worst part was that nobody else in the audience seemed to care at all. I mean, a few people did, I think. I I don't know, we just, we had to leave. I, I can't get it out of my head, Adelanta. They were, they were just trying to help. I know. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to finish this mission now, so that we can get out of here. What's the plan? Um, uh, Medusa's working on wiping our existence from this place. We have Asclepius' room key. They gave it to us before the race, so... um, If they planned on telling us about Orpheus, like they said, they might have left something behind in there.
6: Next step. It's like you don't even need me as a captain. How's our hacker?
3: Oh, um, let me check in on her. Uh, Medusa? Status report
4: on the data erasure? It's like we were never here.
6: Gorgeous. What do you say? Got the energy for a heist in you today?
4: Do I have a choice?
6: Not particularly, but it's much better when we got an energetic band of thieves.
4: I think we'll be fine.
6: Well, that's one kind of energy. I'll take it.
3: The heist should have been so simple. The kind of thing that goes off without a hitch. We have the key, the place is empty. Well, it should be empty.
0: it.
4: There's someone there. They're probably Olympus Corp. I can paralyze them. Oh, okay. Right.
3: Get the bastard.
4: Ah, I'm not Ah! suspicious! Andromeda! Uh, You you scared me. I almost got you with my wires there. What are you doing here?
7: Would you believe me if I said nothing important?
3: (sighs) Not for a second. That's Orpheus's dressing room. Are you trying to break in?
7: I would be succeeding if I followed and do such a weirdly good security job. It's a dressing room for style's sake, I just... I wanted answers, okay? I was getting more worried and I just felt weird waiting for someone's call when I could just check it for myself, you know?
3: Well, it looks like you were doing a terrible job at breaking in. A magnet and a hairpin will do very little against Olympus Corp tech. I would expect more from some great pirate, you know.
7: Listen, it's more complex than that. I had a plan.
4: Always do, after all. It doesn't matter. We have the room key for one of the dressing rooms here. At the very least, we can get into Asclepius' room.
3: It's odd being in the room of someone so freshly dead. The room itself still feels like there's life in it, half-finished. It's almost a game trying to figure out what they were thinking, where they would put something that they wanted to show later. I have to search through the mind of Asclepius. Asclepius who had hated me for fair reasons that I couldn't run from, for the blood on my hands. But stars, I knew them all that time ago on the Argo. They were interested in medicine, I remember. We talked late at night in the medbay about the best way to treat some of the crew's wounds and ailments. I had always appreciated the extra set of hands. I'd almost forgotten about all of those little conversations before now. And now they're all echoing inside of my head.
7: Any idea where they put stuff? It just looks like a bunch of sparkly drag costumes here.
3: There isn't much in their room at all, to be honest. In fact, it's mostly packed up, like they were planning to make a break for things soon. It's under their large makeup trunk that I find a tabloid article torn out. Famous drag racer Orpheus goes on mysterious leave of absence. Look at this. They they had articles about her absence saved. Oh, They definitely didn't think it was just a little vacation break.
4: They seem to be trying to figure out the same thing as us. What are you looking for?
7: They're private comms, darling. They wouldn't have had it in the ship. Those drag outfits don't have pockets that can hold them. Besides, the racers can get in real trouble if they get caught with it on them. I was thinking our friend here might have had some conversations
4: with Orpheus. Hold on. Check this out. They love the data pad.
3: So? I see those all the time. Don't you have about 15 in your pockets right now?
4: Only 10, yeah, but this one's super fancy. Military grade. See? I can't see what's on it. And that is a seriously good piece of software I ran on it. It's not Palace, and it's not cheap. Uh, hey, 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 check out the back. Mystery signal
3: mystery sigil
4: it's a class manual key wait if i can and... there coordinates Ada x 42
7: Ooh, alpha that, that's none
3: planet nine no that's ridiculous i don't know why anybody would go there voluntarily
7: And if she was
4: around those parts already, you got an answer that makes more sense? Well, I... uh, no. Well, there you have it. We'll call up Atalanta, tell her that the Argo needs to set course for Planet Nine.
2: Cora Podcast is created and produced by Trenchco and Co-Productions. This episode of Cora Podcast, Uninvited Attention, featured Kit McNeil's Medea, MQ Quinlan as Atalanta, Kat Hawthorne as Echo, Clary Jung as Medusa, Sam Cavalcanti as Asclepius, Lucas Robbins as Apollo, Caroline Minks as Daphne, Satzdi Stefano as Andromeda, and Haiyan Lee as the Tailspinner. Cora's music and sound design is done by the Cora team. This episode was written by Les Lang and the Cora crew. To find out more about all the wonderful people whose work goes into making this show possible, check out the show notes below. Do you want to support Korra? Tell your friends about us or post about us on social media with hashtag KorraPodcast. This podcast was made with no budget and lots of love by a group of friends, and so your support truly means a lot to us. You can find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at KorraPodcast. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you for the next verse of our epic.